Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to connect Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who are interested in sustainability. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate each other. From gardening, to thrifting, to minimalism, to veganism, and everywhere in between. We are all on a journey to taking care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. The holidays are quickly approaching, and I'm sure many of us have started to think about the gifts that we want to get our loved ones. If your goal is to support more businesses of color, then this episode will be perfect for you. Today's featured sustainable brown girl is Akuya Yamoa Apoku. She's a Ghanaian-American blogger who's created a list of over 180 sustainable businesses that are Black, Indigenous, People of Color, or BIPOC, that's going to make shopping so much easier. But before we hear from Aquia, I want to share a couple of my own reasons as to why shopping from businesses owned by people of color is important. First, it closes the racial wealth gap. According to the Economic Policy Institute, the median wealth for white families is about 12 times more than that of Black families. And it's estimated that by 2053, the median wealth income for Black families is projected to fall to zero. By supporting more Black-owned businesses, it creates more opportunities for meaningful savings, property ownership, credit building, and generational wealth. Businesses of color are often small businesses, and by supporting them, it can strengthen local economies. Approximately 48% of small business purchases are recirculated locally, compared to only 14% of what's circulated by chain stores. Supporting Black-owned businesses in turn supports families, employees, and other business owners. While it's great to shop from local businesses, I realize that they may not always have exactly what you're looking for. So sometimes we have to take our search online. Today's featured sustainable brown girl is Akuya Yamoa Apoku, a Ghanaian-American woman with a dream to leave her planet better than she found it. She's committed to helping newbies in low-waste and minimalist living transition to a lifestyle that they love that's also good for the planet. Aquia supports her community through providing a BIPOC sustainable business list, a blog of her experiences and knowledge, and a weekly newsletter with encouragement and resources. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Absolutely. You know, I've been following you for quite a while on Instagram and I featured you on, you know, like uh, for your beautiful fashion sense. And <laughs> it's just been such a pleasure to watch you grow on Instagram and, and see your interests kind of um, shift and develop. So thanks again for joining. <laughs> oh, of course. And the feelings mutual. I remember adding you to my 15 top black zero waste influencers to, you know, keep on the radar and support. So the feeling is mutual. Yes. Thank you so much. 
So I always like to start with how you became interested in sustainability. Yeah. So funny enough, when I think about this question, I feel like it was embedded in my life before I had the words to articulate it now. Like, for instance, when I was growing up, both of my parents are from Ghana and that made them have an appreciation for the things that we have now. And my mm-hmm. mom would always be like, you can get more food when, when you're hungry or you're going to eat that food. Or we had Ziploc bags and we would wash them and reuse them. And it wasn't until I was like out into the public that I realized some of these things weren't normal. These weren't standard, um, but yeah. those were embedded in my upbringing. But in terms of like formally getting introduced to the movement and having those words happen in 2016 after I graduated from undergrad and I was in Houston volunteering for a year and it was a mixture of boredom, not really having friends (laughs) that allowed (laughs) me to search um, social media and really just kind of stumble across zero waste and minimalist living. And I just felt like head forward or whatever the phrase is into it. And then the following year in 2017, I started my blog. Yes. Wow. So what made you want to start your blog? What made me want to start my blog was that I didn't see enough people that looked like me and Mm -hmm. that bothered me. And I knew that couldn't be the story. And I was just so proud of my name, you know, being able to say a queer, yamwa, poku, she is a African-American woman in this space. And so that was the main motivator of why I started in just hopes that I could help someone else that had a similar shared experience as me. Yes, that's so relatable. I'm sure you know that's also why I started Sustainable Brown Girl because I knew that I wasn't the only person interested in sustainability, but just having that representation and being able to find other people in your community is so important. Absolutely. And knowing that, you know, predominantly this space is a lot of, you know, white middle-class women and that story is important. It's just more effort needs to be put on highlighting everybody's story and how everybody elevates sustainability in their unique way. Exactly. And one of your unique ways in elevating sustainability is with your sustainable business list. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. I get pumped when I talk about this list because AOLOG, which is my initials and catalog merge together, (laughs) is Mm -hmm. really the go-to sustainability resource for individuals that want to become better conscious consumers and think about the BIPOC, which is Black, Indigenous, people of color community. And it takes the stress out of, oh, I'm going to search for Black sustainable businesses, Hispanic sustainable businesses, and have a blog post saved here and an Instagram post saved here, and just takes all that stress out and have it live in one place. So people Mm -hmm. that are able to have access to ALOG are members they can go into this master list that has over 180 businesses and find what they're looking for. What types of businesses do you have on the list? We have a variety of businesses. So it's mainly broken down to Black, Hispanic, Indigenous, and Asian businesses. And then once you get into the platform, it's broken down into home, accessories, beauty, body care, home decor, food, 
technology. I mean, the variety is very wide. And, you know, some of the businesses that we highlight is Ecodesa, which is a Black sustainable business on their Ooh, friend of the show, a friend of the show. Absolutely. <laughs> That's on there. We have a lot of also resellers that are highlighted on the platform as well through Poshmark and Depop that are doing more startup businesses. Um, and we just updated, you know, with new businesses because we update every quarter. So that's something okay. I really let people know is that this is not a stale bag of chips kind of resource. This is right. updated every quarter with new businesses that I'm able to curate so that the members don't have to do that work. Yes. Yeah. It's great that you are updating it because it's like every time I turn around, it's like some new um, sustainable businesses popping up. So it's really exciting to see so many sustainable businesses, but it is kind of tough to keep track. So it's great that you have this um, resource for people. Yes. I mean, a lot of people have said it's so easy to navigate. They can tell that I put intentionality in terms of what businesses we curate. And we really just want to help people have more of a relationship with the businesses that we're spending our hardworking dollars on, you know, because mm -hmm. buying power is real. And if we put more of our money to these businesses that put the planet first in their business model, it's going to make a difference. And people are going to have to change because <laughs> we're no longer supporting them. So it's really an incredible experience to be able to elevate other businesses like Pause Lifestyle, which is um, Hispanic-owned business as well that has multiple sustainable brands that they highlight, just to name a few. So why is it important for people to support business of color? It is important because, especially in the U.S., these communities, BIPOC communities, have historically not been supported. And mm -hmm. they've been intentionally stopped in many ways. And there is a history of, you know, Black communities specifically not getting access to business loans, like literally because right. of the color of their skin. They said, no, you cannot have access to this resource. You cannot start your business. You cannot elevate your community, your family and create legacy. And that is not OK. Right. And this is yeah. an opportunity for people to say, no, I don't think that's right. And these communities have something to offer to help us live the lifestyle that we love that's also good for the planet. So this is really about, you know, supporting the BIPOC community in a way that they always should have been supported because businesses are here to provide us solutions for our problems. And if, you know, Asian sustainable business can do that for me, I'm going to support them <laughs> because exactly that's, that's what we're looking for. Yes, exactly. You know, um, a lot of people say that it's important to vote with your dollars, you know, and Absolutely. to stop supporting these mega corporations because they don't give back to your community. You know, you're just making the wealthy people wealthier, you know, so it it is super important to support uh, businesses of color. Right. Or find opportunities where they can, those worlds can intersect because, you know, accessibility yeah. is such a huge issue in the sustainability movement. And sometimes you're not able to find these businesses, but anytime you can see a BIPOC business at one of the megastores, do it. Like I know real yes. is a 
black um, owned company. They make toilet paper. They just got it to Target. That's huge. Yes, you I know? saw that. Huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like being able to exactly. support them, if you see them in the store, grab their stuff so you can send a message to these people up top that like, this is our values. Bring more businesses like that is, is huge. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Target is actually doing pretty good with getting um, Black-owned businesses in there because I know Honey Pot is a Black-owned business. <laughs> yeah. Is Hey Humans also Black-owned? I'm not you know? sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I have to look into that. But yeah, yeah Target's, Target's doing well with that. Yeah. Um, so what are some other ways that people could support businesses of color, say if they may not be in the market to buy something or maybe they don't have the funds to buy something? Yes. And this is something that I talk about a lot to my community that, you know, as much as we love everyone to be able to support with their dollars, not everyone can, right? It's definitely a shift from something you used to spend $20 on, now you're spending 100 and your brain is like trying to process what's <laughs> happening, even though right. you know now you're accounting for the workers that put in time and effort for the resources that were pulled from the planet literally to make this, it can be a hard transition. But I always encourage people, um, if they can, is to one, follow the business on social media. That helps mm -hmm. them get their brand out there and awareness. I always tell people to engage on their platform. Don't be passive, right? If they're putting questions about products, put your question, um, questions there, comment on the pictures, let them know some of your concerns because it may be in the company's ability to answer those. And then you can now support them financially is a really big one that I tell people. I also encourage people to sign up for their newsletters. Keep informed because if there's sales, discount codes or anything like that, then you can take advantage of that because that's also one of the perks of AOLOG, the Master BIPOC Sustainable Business List, is we have exclusive discounts to our members because we know that transition is sometimes tricky to buy more sustainable stuff, but these businesses understand that they want to support people with that. Yes. Yes. Those are great ways. And that's great that you have um, exclusive discounts with the IO log. Yes. So. It, um, it definitely helps and, people. Sorry. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I, I barely buy anything without a coupon, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's actually the, one of the ways that I got introduced to most of the sustainable businesses that I support now was because I was a little hesitant about the amount. They had a discount code and I was like, okay, this is the time I can jump on in and support them. Exactly. Yeah. That's just that one extra barrier of entry that you're kind of, um, you know, eliminating. Right. Absolutely. So that's amazing. Now, before we move on, because I want to I want to find out a little bit more about you and your blog, uh, let everyone know how they can sign up for the AOLog. Absolutely. So how you can get to AOLog is going to aquiyamwapoku.com and 
Once you get there at the top right hand corner, you can click AOLOG. And basically it's a very simple process in terms of putting your name, information, and then your payment of choice. The AOLOG resource is currently a monthly membership and that is how you can sign up. It's literally like a three-step process to getting access to over 180 BIPOC sustainable businesses. But if people have questions, there's also a contact on that website, but you can also access it through my Instagram and LinkedIn bio, multiple places. Perfect. That sounds super easy. So go ahead and sign up because just take the guesswork out of supporting these black or these uh, businesses of color. <laughs> yes. Just get through all that crap and just get to the part that you actually want to do, which is supporting these businesses. Exactly. Exactly. So I was on your blog and I was reading one of your posts about uh, being sustainable while being married or living with a partner. Yes. <laughs> so what has been your experience with that? Because I also am married and, you know, have had, you know, ups and downs with trying right. out some different sustainable things. So I'm interested to see how your experience has been. Right. I mean, I was hesitant to put up because I was like, oh, I'm outing us. But I feel like too many people have this issue. And I just feel like when I started my journey, which is now whew, almost like four years, no one kind of talked about like the fact that you may have a partner that is not on that journey to sustainability, new mm. to the journey on sustainability, have 50 million questions about it. So I just remembered everything that I went through over the last couple of years to get to a place where we're like more on the same page. And so that's what that blog post is about of really, you know, looking at what is making your partner not want to try sustainability and, you know, focusing on getting in sync and finding things that they care about. Like for instance, for my partner, the moment that I truly took advantage of that work for us is we were moving across country and we didn't want to take all our things from Minnesota to Florida. And I really started talking about, hey, we should sell this on Facebook Marketplace. Hey, we should sell this on OfferUp. And like he had heard about it, but he had never like actually intentionally looked through it. And so mm -hmm. that got him to be like, oh, dang, and I can make like $50 by selling this TV and I can make like $20. Like it just started making sense to him because it was speaking his yeah. language, which was the numbers, <laughs> the money. Yes, yes. And so like after that, I didn't even have to do any work, but it's really about like seizing those opportunities to like highlight a value they have and where your value comes in and just like going for it. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So true. Um, with my husband, well, one thing that we did recently that it kind of got him a little bit closer to being like, oh, this sustainability thing isn't so bad. <laughs> he's been <laughs> he's been wanting a Apple Watch for a while. So I found this website called Back Market mm -hmm. and they um, do like resell and refurbish different uh, tech products. So I got him at the Apple Watch that was, you know, re refurbished. Mm -hmm. I got my AirPods refurbished and, you know, he's like, oh, wow, I got this new thing. It looks brand new. And, right. you know, like I'm saving the planet too. <laughs> no, nope, it's, it's, so it's so good. 
It does. Yeah. So like you said, it's really important to kind of find where those, um, you know, where you can connect and merge your interests, get them involved. Right. And then taking the pressure off, like the place that you don't connect, you just, you don't connect and you just work on building on the ones you do and making those grow. And then before you know it, other things just kind of naturally happen. Like we moved to an apartment that had stairs and we had groceries and, you know, bringing my reusable bags made it easier for us to take yes. groceries upstairs. So like less trips. It just started making sense to him, not necessarily because of the sustainability thing, but it made his life easier. And so just taking yeah. those wins is what it's about. Yes, yes, love it. I'm also interested in your parents um since they came from Ghana and like you said growing up you did a lot of sustainable practices that, you know, we don't call sustainable, but what has been their reaction to you saying that you're living more sustainably and practicing these same, you know, same practices that they grew up doing? Right. I will say we embarking on this sustainability journey. Like I said, I went full throttle. Like I put everything into this. And for a lot of my families and friends, I was like, whoa, okay. I don't know where this came <laughs> from, but okay. You are gun ho about this. Um, and that was pretty yeah. much their initial reaction. Like, okay, I mean, I know the planet and we got to take, like they knew those basic things, but not the intricacies of, you know, average Americans making over four pounds of trash and like all our animals in the ocean are going to be filled with plastic in like the next two decades. Like these things and microplastics and stuff like that. But once they realized like my commitment to it and realized how important it was and how it was impacting every little area, they started being like, okay, okay. Like they, they did their own little things and they just more of elevated what they already do um, in their home. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it's starting small and not putting any big pressure on them. But like my mom's really big about unplugging everything in the house that isn't used. Yeah. And that had nothing <laughs> to do with sustainability. That was a money saving technique that had yeah. sustainable. <laughs> Right, right. Okay. (laughs) That's awesome. So that brings me to my last question is, what does it mean to you to be a sustainable brown girl? What it means to me to be a sustainable brown girl is truly loving my melanin and my skin as much as I love the planet. And that is just about fully embracing what I'm here to do on this planet, which is serve others and take care of my home and take care of my space and doing my best to do that and everything that I do. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I offer now to my community with this BIPOC sustainable business list, with my blog, just sharing about my experiences so people don't have to go through the same struggle bus I did because that was no fun. And, you know, providing a weekly newsletter to constantly provide you support because keeping up with this for more than just like a couple months is is hard work and it's a commitment. So knowing that people in my community, they have someone in their corner and that someone is me. Yes, I love that. Awesome. (laughs) All right. And tell us one last time where we can find you online. 
Absolutely. So basically all my social media handles and my website is my name. So it's Aquia Yamwa Apoku, A-K-U-A-Y-A-M-O-A-H-O-P-O-K-U. So basically once you type that in once, it will take you to my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube, my website, and that's where you can find all the adventures that I'm going through (laughs) with this journey and getting that boost of encouragement that you need and optimism and resources to make your life less stressful and more fun. Yes, love it. Please go follow her on Instagram. She shares such great, useful tips on Instagram about living more sustainably and you just need it in your life. And also sign up for the sustainable business list. You won't regret it. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share it if you loved it and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at Sustainable Brown Girl and check out our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. Until next time, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.